everybody to Fear Nation episode 170, shoot, 170 something. Four. Four. 174. And this is the last official episode of 2019. We'll have a, a Christmas message and some fun next week, but for a news related episode, this is going to be wrapping up our year. Uh, but listen, we would have never got to this point in 2019 or 18 or 17 or 16 had it not been for cnj financial and, and jamie meredith and his crew over there they are fantastic they have been our uh title sponsor since day one and uh i just got a, a awesome package in the mail from jamie so shout out to him uh, uh, a wooden casket with a bottle of wine in it you got the same thing jamie is uh the king of gift givers uh i got a cufflinks a couple years ago from him that were casket cufflinks so you know awesome crew if you're not getting paid the funeral isn't over uh let's roll that promo cnj financial and cfs are excited to announce a powerful yet simple solution to help thousands of funeral homes and families with the challenges that life insurance assignments can bring Insurance companies are often a hassle to deal with, and claims can take weeks or months before payment is received. If you're tired of the hassle and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims, CNJ's fast funding program can help. With the new seamless integration between the two companies, CFS client families can submit preliminary insurance information to your firm through your website prior to the arrangement conference. The final assignment information is sent to CNJ via the Insurance Assignment tab in your website management console. Once the claim is submitted, CNJ will verify the benefits, and as soon as verification is obtained, payment is made to your firm, usually within 24 to 48 hours. CNJ and CFS are committed to simplifying the lives of funeral directors so you can focus your time serving families. All right, Commander. So. You did some you did some digging. Every year at the beginning of the year, we have made predictions for that that upcoming year. And we started with the predictions actually back in 2015 for 2016. And we had I think only like eight or nine episodes in 2015 is when we launched the show. So you did some digging. And so we're gonna kind of go back through some of our predictions to see if we were historically correct or are we just two guys that get on camera every week and talk about stuff just to hear ourselves talk? I can tell you that uh, our predictions for the most part came true. Uh, it wasn't very difficult. Um, it, it was fun to listen to. So for 2016, uh, our main discussion that we started off with was consolidation. And man, we saw the, just bunches of companies, bunches of funeral homes. We're seeing, we were seeing then acquisitions going on yeah. that we just never imagined. I think uh, that was Macomb that year mm -hmm. that uh, happened. And so that was probably one of the big first shots around the world. How about you? Do you remember some of the stuff you talked about then? Yeah, so we, we talked a little bit on the technology side about social media becoming a bigger part of the conversation, which it absolutely has. At that point, you know, Disrupt really was all that existed from the social media side. Now, it seems like everybody's got some sort of free gimmick social media product. Uh, and then do-it-yourself websites. 
which we see more of, not in the sense of funeral homes hiring a company in the profession and then them editing it, and, but actually going out and, and building their own websites through Wix, uh, GoDaddy's free platform. Some of them are great. Some of them are a colossal failure. Um, but we're seeing funeral directors get more technology sound, and we predicted that back in 2016, and it's continued. Really, that's kind of stayed attuned for the last three years. Yeah, one of the predictors that uh, we had that year, too, is that we were going to have a new urn that was going to change the business. That didn't happen, that didn't so it happen. didn't come true. Missed the mark. So let's move. Yeah, so let's move on to 2017. Uh, 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 what were your notes from back then? 17, I had, um, can't read my writing. Uh, we'll see videos. We'll see more videos, which is cool because our friend Curtis at Tukios, they have blown up since 2017. And we see more funeral homes paying for production quality video in the funeral home. We've seen uh, people that actually get paid to film funerals like weddings. And we've also seen, we predicted, a funeral homes that would be getting engaged, and then we would see funeral homes that were unengaged and the effects of that funeral home being unengaged in the technology realm. And that absolutely has happened. Uh, you're, you're right on point. And it was interesting that, you know, I, I watched that episode and you're talking about the funeral home engagement, using videos to engage. That, that's trickled in, mm -hmm. but that was pretty much the first year where you started to see more social media by funeral homes. Right. And uh, obviously that was a big part of yours. We saw consolidation again that year. I think that was, uh, I may be off base, but Matthews Aurora yeah, that year mean, came along. Right. And that was, uh, that was huge news. It's blindsided. Um, I don't think, no one really saw that coming. No, no, it was it was pretty interesting. And of course, in 2017, um, we did the same thing. We thought a new urn would change the business. And once again, we Man. were just sorely disappointed. Hey, we're consistent, sticking to our guns. All right, so let's move on to predictions for 18. Um, I think you talked about technology. Yeah, what do you know? Talked about technology and then also consolidation uh, on the vendor sites, we started seeing happen and we predicted for 2018. Yeah, uh, in fact, we'll talk about that in 19 coming up. We also uh, were starting to see funeral homes actually closing uh, mm -hmm. that year. And we're seeing now a steady decline of businesses shuttering versus continuing on with next generations. Right. But uh, we also discussed then where the consumer is going to start defining the business and guess what's happened yeah the consumer is defining the business now right. and so we're finally listening enough rather than talking and changing the model for the most part most funeral homes are to dictate what the consumer wants us to do for their uh, burying or cremating their loved ones or the consumer's not using funeral homes at all which is something that i think will yeah. be a growing segment so a little bit of a drum roll this year, we predicted uh, back in uh, the end of 2018, I'm going to go through the list and we'll talk about it. Consolidation, Providence Equity, more closures of funeral homes, 
the struggle to get people into the business and retain them. Um, the business side of the business people are paying more attention to. And we predicted that the online GPL would be something that the FTC mandated, but it didn't. So once again, consolidation. Did we see any of that this year? <laughs> yeah, I think we saw just a few, like, you know, uh, a couple of our big name family owned funeral home uh, staples selling to uh, Park Lawn. Uh, and we've seen consolidation on the supplier side at a rapid pace. Uh, Providence Equity has uh, added CFS and Funeral Tech into their uh, folio. And we've seen some other big name um, vendors that are, you know, thousand plus funeral home clients that have been uh, bought up by other investment groups. So I don't, I don't foresee that slowing down. So we nailed the mark there. Uh, you're right. We missed the mark on the FTC requiring funeral homes to put a GPL online, but we have seen more funeral homes start putting a GPL online, which is a good first step. Yeah, it's, it's voluntary, and I think they're seeing um, that it's really not making a negative impact as first uh, perceived. What I do find interesting, though, is that it did come true about the uh, difficulty we're having with getting people to come into the industry, stay in the industry, because there's more people leaving that are coming in. Yeah. And for understand, you and I were at a conference earlier this year where the students that come in and graduate, they don't only half stay about five years. Yeah. And so I think that over the next couple, well, we'll talk about 2020 at some point uh, after the first of the year, but that's certainly something I think is going to rise to the top. Yes, sir. And of course, Ryan, you and I, we thought about uh, once again, there would be an earned, it would be a game changer. And we're just sorely disappointed again. It's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to have an urn that just, it's going to be nuts. You know, Jeff, one thing that we did not predict um, was that there would be a third disposition method come about in 2019, which is solidified remains from parting stone. Uh, that we did not predict, and that is one that I can't wait to talk more about because I, I think that we, it, it's, it's going to be monumental. I, I don't disagree with you. I think that uh, Parting Stone has got a real shot to be a complete disruptor of our business. And so, yeah, 2019 was a big year. There's stuff that happened nobody expected. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I'm excited about 2020. And we're going to give our predictions on uh, the first week of January. So uh, it gives us a couple more weeks to just rack our brains of everything that uh, we think is going to happen. And listen, <laughs> we've, we've had a pretty good track record on predicting what's going to happen other than this, this urn. I don't know if we'll bite on that one again this year, but look, if we had a crystal ball and we could predict the future, you and I wouldn't be doing this show. So obviously there's things that take place in this profession that we can't predict, but I think there's some staple things going forward that we'll talk about in a couple of weeks that, that aren't going to change and they have to change. And a lot of our predictions have been based off of like, this needs to happen. So let's predict it. Like if you talk about it, it's going to 
if you'll foreshadow it, uh, I think we'll have some more of that. But uh, we've come a long way. If we look at four years ago when we made our first predictions, no one knew at that point really who, the, who you and I were, the Funeral Nation show, what we were trying to do. It looked like a drinking game to start out with, which hopefully we can get back to a little bit more of that because that was fun. But man, we, we have seen so much change in just the four years and the 174, which sounds crazy, 174 episodes of this show. It, it's, it's amazing the rapid change has happened, but just still how slow paced it is um, and, and what we can foreshadow is going to be coming down the pipe. I agree with you. It's actually exciting. Um, I, I said something in one of the shows is either going to be the worst or the best year of the funeral industry. I think our best years are ahead of us. I really do. I think I think we've figured out some things and come through some rough patches. By the way, I'd like to challenge our audience. We've already got some in. Y'all tell us what you're predicting. In fact, we'll, uh, we'll mention you by name uh, on some of your predictions. So we've got a couple of weeks to do that. Let's remind everybody. Uh, send us in your predictions of 2020 and what you think is going to happen. And they could be serious or they could be a lot of fun. All right. So if you want to send in your predictions, you can send those right to Jeff and I through Facebook Messenger. Go to our Facebook page, message us, get us your predictions. We'll shout you out. We may even send out a few T-shirts. It's going to be fun. Uh, we've gotten some in already that are kind of dynamite, some deep ones too, some deep ones that are I like it. I like it. Yeah, I do too. I'm excited about that because, you know, the only reason that we exist is for folks out there. And speaking of out there, we've got our friend Welton from Ring Ring that keeps ringing the phone, making us happy. You talk about a meteoric rise over the last three years. Welton's like one of the best known folks in our business now. So if your phone isn't ringing, you got to get singing with uh, Welton. We're Ring Ring Marketing. We help funeral homes generate at least 10 more at-need calls per month. Our techniques help you dominate local search rankings and become the top choice for services in your area. We also proudly offer a 100% money-back guarantee. For a free copy of our book, visit www.funeralhomeprofits.com. I think that needs to be Wells' new tagline. You need to sit down with him and have a strategic planning session and something with singing and ringing because it just sounds so good together. Yeah, you know, we have, used to have that at the funeral home. The funeral phone isn't ringing, get out singing. Tell folks oh, about who we are and what we're doing. Yes, sir. All right, Commander. It's been an honor to spend another year with you every single week to do one of these episodes and, and, and connect. And next week we'll have a special Christmas episode. But uh, this kind of wraps up the the predictions and the year that was 2019. Uh, and I'm excited to look forward to 2020, close this chapter and open a new one. Amen. I've uh, got really good 2020 vision for next year. It's going to be massive, man. And look, okay. So Jeff, you, you're, you're a business man. I'm a businessman. You're engaged in the profession. We're engaged in our own things outside of our day to day jobs. Like, over the next two weeks, what can funeral directors do to, to prepare for 2020? What should they be doing that they're not? Uh, one of the things I see uh, immediately that should have been done prior to this is establish a budget. Uh, with that budget, change your pricing and uh, redo your GPL uh, for the new year. 
Also, for funeral homeowners, uh, I hope it's not too late, but you should be doing task preparation for next year, not for now. And so I look at it that uh, making plans to attend some really great conventions, educational programs, and the opportunity uh, to commensurate with each other, because that's how we grow. So uh, that's what I would suggest for 2020. I love it. And uh, I'll throw some suggestions out there. Look, I don't think funeral directors do enough to take care of themselves. I think uh, there needs to be some personal development. Like you and I both read, we both watch podcasts or listen to podcasts and, and, and are always pouring into ourselves. And uh, you've seen a shift in my content more on, on the personal development side. And I think that that's something that's lacking with a lot of funeral homeowners and just employees in general like the, the the more you can pour into yourself the better you can serve others and, and that's the business that we're in right you have to keep yourself healthy before you can uh, nurse on someone else so that's, right. uh, that's the way it needs to go okay all right well, buddy so i'll talk to you uh next week when we get ready uh for the christmas holiday that's right. we'll send oh, something oh, out and then yeah <laughs> then we'll come busting into 2020. Until then, have a great week, everybody. We look forward to hearing your predictions. That's right. Out here. See ya.